Guala meets the world. Therapeutic, therapeutic movement. Started thinking different and I noticed I was different. Started moving different and I noticed I was gifted. All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy. All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy. Started thinking different and I noticed I was different. Started moving different and I noticed I was gifted. All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy. All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy. Don't know what a nigga be thinking sometimes. I know that I get in my feelings sometimes. I cannot forget my past. I just wanna secure me a bag. Take care of the whole family. Get them shit we never had Started moving different Got my haters kinda mad Took control of my mental You never know what I'm into If I rub you wrong I ain't meant to Had to reconnect with my kinfo Time is of the essence I ain't got no time to waste And if a bitch wanna leave Let her leave She get replaced I done hopped up in my bag No, I ain't going outside Trust nobody, they two face, take off your mask. I'm on some therapeutic shit. I'm finally healing from my past. Started thinking different, and I noticed I was different. Started moving different, and I noticed I was gifted. All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy. All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy. Started thinking different, and I noticed I was Started moving different, and I noticed I was different. All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy. All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some my head like I'm running the bakery, I got the bread I'ma run up the money till I bring my legs I'ma hop in the wheelchair and ride it like pigs In other words, I'ma keep grinding, no stop I gotta get it cause it ain't no other hop I'm hitting my ditty just like I'm mob My foot on the gas and no breaking, no style I know it's go. I'm stroking my hair around the throat She think I'm a player, no bitch, I'm the coach She thought I was Billy cause bitch, I'm the goal I'ma find out your nigga, she thought I was so I'ma come out on top on my back on the road My foot on the neck, I can't hear when they choke When the game on my back, I wear it like a toe Can't depend on nobody and that's when I started thinking different And I noticed that was useless But if I was down bad and I couldn't help you do shit Would you still be stuck to me like we a pair of glue sticks We're just about to the beat and bottom my song and turn to my music, this shit therapeutic Started thinking different and I noticed I was different Started moving different and I noticed I was gifted All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy Started thinking different and I noticed I was different Started moving different and I noticed I was gifted All these thoughts up in my mind, look, I might need some therapy Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, K. Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. This is episode six, Creating Space, and I have an awesome guest with me today. Want to introduce yourself? What's going on, builders? It's your boy, Guala Beats World. And we're going to be talking about the journey that a lot of creatives and entrepreneurs go through, the ups and downs, the sweet spots, the goods, the bads, all of that. We're going to be talking about what it means to be a creative in creating space for your craft. All right. So we're going to get into it. Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. 
It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get into the episode. All right, we are back with segment one, and we are going to be talking about creating this space for our crafts. But first, we're going to take this shot because I'm nervous because uh, this is somebody who I've known for years, but I've only had like a handful of like deep conversations with. So this is a new kind of setting for for me um, on the LBF podcast because y'all know I've only ever had one guest so far. So this is something I want to be very, a very positive experience, not only for my builders, but also for him as well. And he's nervous because... I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all right. We're going to take the shot and we're going to get back into this material. You ready? Yeah. Mm. That's good. <laughs> I feel like I'm loose now, you know. <laughs> All right. So, what does creating do for you? Um, I feel like creating is is a form of therapy. You know, you just like that's good. Yeah, you got like all these creative juices flowing, and like maybe you're not having the best day, and it just give you a chance to like express your feelings. Right. You know what I'm saying through creativity. So I feel like it's a good form of therapy people who are going through stuff yeah don't have a way to like exile or express it like tuning into your creativity is a way it's a good way to you know i do agree because as an introvert <laughs> very much so um i've always written i've been writing since i was like 11 but it was this very personal thing for me and like you said it was that therapy so whenever i had like an intense emotion whether I was happy or sad depressed in love I would go and I would grab my journal and I would start writing and I didn't think of it you know as in-depth as we do now that we're older but it was that form of creating that kind of connected me to myself in the world around me is how I understood everything and like like you said it's that form of therapy it helped me to get through a lot of difficult moments like I've been writing a lot more this past year because I had such a very difficult 2018 and 2019 and writing and now starting this podcast for me was that form of therapy that I I couldn't go in and sit and talk on a couch with a shrink with. It was something completely different that only, you know, I don't know. It's just that special connection you have with yourself to me. You know, it also gives you a chance to reflect, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You write it whatever you can always go back and reflect on it you know give you you may be going through something difficult you know what i'm saying in the future but you can reflect on the things that help you got through difficult situations in the past so it's like a good form of therapy and reflection so what is your medium of creation like what do you because they i know but they don't know so what's your medium of creation what do you 
Like, you write. Um, it started off with like poetry. You know what I'm saying? Like younger years poetry, and then it just like slowly moved to music because like music is music runs in my family, and um, music is meant to move us spiritually, emotionally, and physically. So, right. The poetry just turned into music because it's a good way to like, you know what I'm saying? Express yourself. And also, like, when, when I'm doing my music, it's like, you know what I'm saying, uh, the music doesn't talk back. It don't, it's only going to hear me. Right. You know what I'm saying? reflect what I, what I That's do. deep as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, the music isn't going to talk back. It's only going to hear me because some people, you try to talk to them about something serious, and they got a rebuttal for every point you made. And sometimes you don't need that. You just need to vent, and you need to get it out. But that's, yeah, shit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you do music. And when did you realize that you were creative in that way? Um, I'll say it was probably about, like, 15 years ago. Um, Just being around my family a lot, I see, like, my uncles, you know, they were always, like, musically inclined. Mm. They could play instruments, you know, sing. And then, you know, my dad was a drummer himself. You know, so it was just like a... kind of like a lifeline how it ran through my family with music so i just like picked up where they left off i guess and just ran with the music that's awesome so the same thing is true for me i think growing up i saw my sisters writing and it was just this natural part of how we kind of expressed ourselves and so when i well the earliest i can remember is 11 so that's why i tell people i started writing at 11 but I remember very distinctly, like, I would read my sister's poems and they would be so in-depth about her emotions that I was like, oh, that's how you express what you're feeling. And so I kind of latched onto that that form of expressing yourself and understanding the world and exploring yourself. And it just stuck, I guess. <laughs> it stuck, but I'm glad it did because I don't know where I would be or how I would be if I didn't have this form of creation in me to like write and to express myself in that way yeah I I agree with that like it's just been like some trying years for me like hard years Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know like how to like how I would handle it if I didn't have like my music to express and reflect on stuff so I definitely agree with you on that right so one one part of this conversation that I, I kind of I'm trying to explore is what do you think is the difference between a creative because that's the term now people use creative they don't put anything behind it um creative versus like an entrepreneur um I think it's basically the same to be honest yeah if you are a creative you still have to focus on like branding yourself and you know yeah. marketing what you're doing and uh, as an entrepreneur, they have to do the same thing. So it's it's like a thin line between, you know, I guess it's just like whatever, whatever you want to call yourself. You right. Because I thought about it, too. And I'm like, is there a difference? Because if you're an entrepreneur, you got to have some form of, of creation. You know, so you got to yeah. be creative because you're going to have to think outside the box to provide a service or something to the masses that's not already there or if it is you have to find your own unique way of doing it which is still being creative and if you're a creative 
you're going to have to know the business side of, like you said, how to brand yourself, how to get your information out there so that people are actually absorbing it and following it and supporting it. So, yeah, I think it's like a little bit one in the same. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all have a different definition, though, like be, you know, please DM me and let me know. But yeah, for right now, I really think that's like, it's a yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Hmm. So, music is your medium of choice. Um, what is like? How do you? I'm sorry. You told me how to say it earlier, and I'm still saying it wrong. Guala meets world. Guala meets world. Y'all want to say gula, and it's so wrong. <laughs> Guala meets world. Like, explain what that is for you. Uh, so Guala meets world. You know what I'm saying? I I take it. Hmm. If I had to explain what it meant, it's just like a, a chance to express and connect with the world at the same time. I call it Meets World because maybe somebody hear my music and they're going through similar, you know what I'm saying, things or they're going through something and they can connect to it. So it's just a chance for me to like express myself to the world, but also like be a way of help. Maybe my music is therapy to somebody else or maybe right. it helps someone else reflect. So it's just like... Guala meets world you know what I'm saying it's just it's here for the world and that's I think as an artist that's important to know the power of your music because I, I can remember I was in college y'all I was going through a bad breakup and that's when I discovered J. Cole's music <laughs> And for me, it wasn't just music. He was talking to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of the, the words he was saying, it connected to me on a level that was outside of any, like you said, therapy that I could have gotten in an office. And it was it's important to have that experience. So the fact that you're trying to provide that is it's amazing. It really is. All right. Okay. Y'all going to... Don't worry. We're going to tag his music in here. Y'all going to hear it because I've listened and... I think I posted you, it was like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You had one line in one of your songs, and I just could not. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I remember it. I remember it very clearly. I was like, oh, okay. We, yeah. we, we do on that. Big boss moves. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's discuss the journey that sets us on this creative path. Like, what was your journey of kind of being here versus where you were a couple of years ago? Um. So... I've been doing music for years, but as far as like expressing it with the world, I was kind of like, you know, nervous. You know, why so were you nervous? I just had some some self doubt, some things that I had to get over. You know, like I was having problems, like, well, I didn't like my voice, I didn't like the way I sound. You know what I'm saying? So it was just stuff that I had to build confidence in myself to get over before I just was ready to put it out to the world. Right. But, you know, I had a, a lot of friends that I would, like, let listen to my music. And they will be like, you know what I'm saying, man? You need to, like, share this. Like, put it out. Is that how you, like, built your confidence with their circle kind of supporting you in a, in a way? Yeah, it was kind of, you know, it's just like, they'll tell me. And then I think about it, like, at first I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I guess it was just the persistency in people. And it, it, it uh, showed me that. I have people that believe in me just as much as I believe in myself. So it's that's kinda awesome. Like motivation, you yeah. Know what I'm yeah. Okay. Is that like I don't know? Yeah, they don't know because we were talking about it earlier. So he was one of the people that came up to me uh, randomly one day. He was at work. He was supposed to be working, 
and he was like yo you ever thought about starting a podcast and I had other people that had asked me before it but when he asked me because you hadn't I think I hadn't seen you in a while and you just randomly asked me that question to me it was so impactful because it meant that it was something I needed to pay attention to if it was somebody out there that could see that a possibility of me doing something like that and so from there you know our discussions with you telling me about the technology that will go into it and everything I actually took the first step to starting this podcast and so you never know I think I've said it before you never know how powerful it is when you interact with somebody else's dreams and when you encourage them and just even have a simple conversation with them about it it's so important and for your friends and your circle to be able to, to do that for you and kind of help you build that confidence I think that says so much because a lot of us struggle you know with that confidence I did I definitely did I did not think I had anything worth anybody reading and I definitely didn't think I had anything worth anybody listening to but the more I do this whole thing, the more I realize that it does connect with people on a level that I could only hope for it to. And it's an important thing for me to be doing because it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. And so your music is the same way. Yeah, your podcast is too, you know. It's, it's helping people reflect and it's, it may be a therapy to somebody else, you know. I hope so. Yeah. It's a therapy <laughs> to me, I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's... Let's kind of switch gears and let's discuss the myth of this oversaturated field, right? Mm-hmm. At least with music. And then I'll kind of discuss my own with whatever the hell I'm doing over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, firstly, uh, I want to say if you're passionate about anything, then you just got to do it for you. you know right. And at the same time, I feel like we're in a day of age when it's... You know, it's like, you got to do it. You just got to do it. You know, so that should be your motto. So as far as it being oversaturated, um, you got to think. It's it's like 7 billion people in the world. You're you know? not going to be the only one that's yeah, doing you're it. You're not going to be the <laughs> only one that's doing it. And you're not going to have 7 billion supporters or 7 billion fans. Oh, my God. So, that's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you have to realize that. You know, when you're building your brand or whatever you're building, you're going to have supporters and followers. You have to just keep, you know, doing it for them. Do it for yourself first, but more importantly, keep doing it for your supporters and your followers. That is so important. Do it for yourself first. Like, if you focus on what everybody else in that genre or that field is doing, you're not going to be doing it the way you're supposed to be doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like... You're going to build a solid competition. And I feel like I I hate that. You know what I'm saying? People, yeah. They build like solid competitions with you. It's, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like can I we said, just, we, we can see each other and respect each other yeah, and know? be in our own lanes. Exactly. So did you find like, when you first kind of pursued music like real seriously, did you find that people were trying to discourage you based off their thought that it was an oversaturated field? I had some people that's just like, oh everybody want to be a rapper now everybody doing this right. you know what i'm saying but i had to learn to ignore it you know what i'm saying but at the same time it was like motivation you know what i'm saying because it's like okay everybody's doing it or oh, that's what people are saying it's like i'm different though you know what i'm saying i had the the mentality and the confidence of i'm different with it you know what I'm right saying? It's, i'm gonna reach a different you know what i'm saying a different congregation or a different magnitude of people i'm not gonna Okay, words. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, cause 
when I first, I didn't know what the hell a blogger was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was reading so much that I kind of stumbled on blogs, but actually knowing how to do it and understanding it, I didn't know it. And so, kind of when I try to explain that to other people, I realized that it was a field that was oversaturated for, like, moms or single women. Everybody's trying to be heard, basically. And so with this whole genre it's like everybody's writing to be heard and I had to stop writing that way because I realized that if I wasn't writing just to say what I had to say that I was focused on more who was hearing it instead of just saying what I had to say and when you're true to yourself that way and you speak you know whether it's in your music or writing honestly I think it connects with people on a different level. It might not be nothing but a couple people versus a hundred because you're not writing for the masses. You're writing just your truth. And that's an important, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a, a brief uh, break and we're going to come back with segment two. And segment two, we're going to be talking about the support piece of this all. And uh, yes. <laughs> I think all of us got a lot to say about, you know, support when it comes to being a creative, being an entrepreneur and how that kind of manifests itself in this journey, because it is not an easy thing. <laughs> so we'll be right back. All right, y'all, we come back into it. So during our break, we were watching music videos. Like, I really didn't realize they were still making music videos out here. Yeah, they still make them. You know, I just feel like it's not a, a big platform to where we could watch them. It's not like a 106 in Park anymore or like a big ticket in the basement. Right. Somebody needs to make a platform, like a good one. Yeah. Because, I like, that's a whole vibe. And like you said, you know, during the break, it does spur a lot of creative uh energy when you can watch a video and listen to music and like get inspired in that space like you remember that feeling coming home and being able to watch 106 in part you know what i'm saying (laughs) like we don't have that no more but you know anyway all right so let's talk about these uh support systems (laughs) so i I wrote about support uh on the uh let's build futures blog about shit two years ago maybe and one of the things i said was lack of support helped me to be more creative and connected to my work do you feel like it's true for you um i feel like (laughs) (laughs) speaking In in my experience with with lack of support well i should say lack of support where you felt like you should have been supported or you know what I'm saying who you felt like should have supported you didn't support you just like gave me more content to like write about yeah you know what I'm saying? it just it gave me more content so it was just like even though you not supporting me you supporting me because you're giving me more content and more stuff and so you learn that self-reliance because you're not getting validated from that person and you learn not to need it yeah. and I think that does so much for whatever creative craft that you're doing that is just like you can't even 
I don't know. Like, I I appreciate the fact that I didn't have a lot of support in the beginning. Shit, I'm still struggling sometimes to have support. But because I know self-reliance from those early times of really not having anybody shouted out, not having anybody tell me that they read my stuff, you know, it helped me to understand that you got to start doing this for you and stop focusing so much on everybody else's opinions about it. Because if you focus on the support, you're going to miss the whole point. Exactly. And I feel like that that piece of self-reliance is also, like, good for building your confidence. Like, yeah. Once you, like, you know what I'm saying, tune in with that self-reliance, you're going to have an aura that's pe- that people are going to notice. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, my music changed when I relied more on myself and I had that confidence, you know what I'm saying, when mm-hmm. they hear it. It's like, oh, you sound different or you sound more polished on it. It's because I'm, like... I'm relying on myself. I don't care if you listen and don't like it. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I, I I, think I had that moment where it's like, shit, are they not supporting because it's bad? And you had that moment, and then I'm like, hell no, this ain't bad. <laughs> yeah. And half the stuff that's out, like, people really, you know, not taking the time to actually, like you said, polish it, look at it, study it, research it, like, put the effort and the time into it to make it, like, a real great product and I was doing that so at that point I realized I was like no it's not that you bad at this <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying you probably do have to tweak some stuff so don't just push that to the side of course you know take you know the improvements as they come yeah. but understand that it's not that you're bad at it some people just not gonna support it exactly. and you're gonna have to be okay with that and understand that you will your shit stands by itself. You don't need the validation from everybody else if you're doing what you love. And I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, the, the support is kind of like the pats on the back. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, yeah. everybody want that pat on the back, but at the same time, if you're doing what you're supposed to do and it's, it's reaching the people, you don't need that pat on the back because you should be validated in your self-work and, and right. know that you're not like selling yourself short or your supporters or the people that's following you. you know right. Yeah. But you know, sometimes it's just like, it's like, a girl a woman gets a haircut right <laughs> and she knows she look good when she get home she want her man to tell her yeah. she look yeah. good you know <laughs> i mean I, I feel what you're saying it's like you it, it feels good to get that you know yeah like, sometimes people come up to me and like oh man i heard this song and i like it you know and that that feels good yeah it's like it's kind of like i wouldn't say validation but it's kind of like you know like hey i'm reaching people or it's right like, I'm, I'm getting you know what I'm saying closer to what I'm trying to do but so, you know it's true without that val- without that comment yeah yeah you yeah. still gotta have know that or feel that it's true without it you know? yeah I think that's true alright so I said there's about three or four reasons why people don't support and so <laughs> <laughs> no actually I had a little, another question okay I think I had another question I was ready to jump in that topic. Though. You want to jump into Okay, yeah, we'll we, just we, shit. No, we'll jump into it. We'll jump into it. So I said, uh, reason number one, they don't understand what the hell you're doing or how to support it. So with my own situation, in the black community, you say you want to be a blogger, people go look at you with the blank face. Yeah. <laughs> like they did me. Because like, what the hell is that? Like, And I didn't do a good job on my end of explaining it. I just hit them with, Oh, I'm be writing online, you know what I'm saying? So because I didn't put it on their level for them to understand, they didn't know how to support it. And that was on me because I didn't do a good job translating it. Also, I feel like uh, people already have a stereotype of 
of the field. So like with me, uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a rapper. You know, people a rapper. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like a, a negative stint to it. So people are not going to be more uh, willing to listen to see what I'm talking about. That's or true. Listen to the content because of, oh, he's a rapper. You know what I'm I think the same is true with podcasts too. Yeah. To be honest, because I think everybody, not everybody, I, see, I'm, I'm even a part of the problem. <laughs> right. I feel like a lot of people nowadays, you know, they think podcasts is the way to go, which is not a bad thing because it gives you a chance to, like you said, create something and and talk to people, have good conversations. But when you tell somebody you about to start a podcast, I can understand why they think that. It's an oversaturated field because it kind of is. But that's where your uniqueness comes in and your way that you do it. Because I don't think there's any other show out there that's like, it'll be a podcast. Exactly. I could be wrong. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. I don't feel like it's any other artist that's like Guala Meets World. Right. And like, I, my biggest thing is I, I hate comparisons. People try uh, to compare me to like... Other people. Yeah, like, Who have they compared you to? Man, I done heard all kinds of stuff. <laughs> like, uh, you, you sound like Big Sean. You sound like, you know, this person, that person. But I just, I try to be different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I just hate the comparisons because it's like, I'm not trying to be them. I'm trying to be myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, I mean, at the same time, it's like, at first I used to be like, well, it's good that they're comparing me to something that's known. But I just made a saying as like if they compare me to somebody that's well doing it, I'm just like, hey, well something great is is happening. People try to compare it to the the old great, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when LeBron J. It's like everybody want to have a goat of the century, or they got to compare it. People got to compare greatness to a level of greatness that's familiar with them. So I kind of took shit. Where my pen at? Damn it. I told you I'm going to have to go back and write some of these damn quotes down. Because <laughs> you was just chilling them out. Okay? And I can't keep up with you. So it's gonna, I just kind of took it that way. So, like, they compare me to, like, oh, right. man, you sound like Big Sean. Oh, appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I, I know. I just, like you said, it's like self-reliance and self-confidence. I know that I don't sound like him. But if they want to compare me that because that's something that they're familiar with, okay, cool. Right. Maybe later on, that same person would think I sound like Big Sean to become a Guadalupe's world fan or follower. But I think it's because a lot of people live there. Their minds are like in these boxes. And so they can't, it's like, it's so hard for you to get somebody to think outside the damn box. Yeah. That's why everybody's not creative. You know what I'm saying? And I hate to say it that way, but it's just like, you're going to put me in this box because you understand it instead of seeing me for how I am and seeing what I create for for how it is and you know instead of trying to understand it for what it is you're just going to group me with something that you already you already know (laughs) i feel like people just uh lazy not like (laughs) i think they just try to like group or identify with stuff that is already like known to them yeah you know i guess in a way okay reason number two (laughs) (laughs) um your pursuit makes them uneasy. So I said that can go either one of two ways. It's like seeing you pursue your, your dreams and passions causes others to look inward at their own life. And this can go one of two ways. Inspiration or resentment. Um, I had a, a line in my song that says, um, I'm just grinding for my dreams. So tell me why they mad at me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I do like feel that in a way because especially like how you know 
gonna do air quotes around like oversaturated. So like, it's people that's around you that's doing it too. And uh, one thing I noticed is like, it's, it's one person I work with. I don't want to call names or or say, but you know, they they always when they hear me like, man, you, you sound good, you hard, you do. I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, I'm just trying to get like you. And I'm like, get like yourself, yeah, get your like best yourself. self. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't you don't have to like try to compete with me or like try right. To be, like, just I like, man, the same way you're looking at my life, somebody's looking at your life the same exact So you don't like competition at all? You don't think it's healthy? Like, the myth is, like, competition is healthy. I feel like competition is healthy, but it's, like, the type of competition. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's competition for, like, self-embetterment, then, hey, I'm all for it. But you got to realize, like, some people are sore losers. So you got to take that, the negative around the competition because it's comp- a consideration yeah you know what i'm saying because like are you doing this because you want to better yourself or are you d- doing this because you just want to be better than me exactly <laughs> <laughs> and at that point it's just like yeah, yeah. Mm. it's like it's not worth the competition i think i see it a lot it's like i think i had this conversation with my best friend i was like i'm one of those people where i can't fake it so when I can spot out people that are trying to fake support just because they want to keep a close eye on you, yeah. I don't like it. You know, because I feel like that happens a lot now. You'll mm-hmm. see a lot of people that want to try to get up as entrepreneurs and they want to try to get up as creatives. And it's like, but you're not really supporting that person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's so many other ways to support somebody than social media. Exactly. And if that's your only way of actually supporting them, you're not listening to their stuff, you're not liking it, you know, you're not even out here trying to be a part of what they got going on, but you're trying to make it seem like you're networking online. It's like, I I don't, I can't take that fake support. And I feel like that's a part of the resentment piece too, because you want to keep a close eye on them because you don't want them to get too far ahead, basically. Yeah, it's like, uh, you say resentment, but it's more of like the crab in the bucket mentality. You know yeah. So they see one crab call, um, crawling to the top. It's like, uh, let me stop him. Right. If I can't be there, then they shouldn't be there either. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot with like doing the music. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, one thing about me, I don't. I'm not like. I don't care about the numbers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if I post a song and it gets only one view, I look at it as, hey that one view i had a chance to connect with one person you know what i'm saying right. that, that's good for me but you have people that you know what i'm saying they they look at numbers they, they look at different stuff and try to make it to a competition because I, it's just it's crazy because it's like like i said earlier we, it's seven billion people bro like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like just I, i'm just like I don't even know what to say right now. I mean, I feel you, though, because at some point you have to, like, I feel like your following or your support and your fans, they matter. They matter, you know, throughout. Mm -hmm. But how many, the quantity of it, it matters at some point. But I don't think you should be so focused on it that everything else just kind of falling by the wayside, especially what you're supposed to be crafting. Yeah. Like, if your music is something that makes you proud... And only three people listen to it. Those three people probably got something from it because you put your all into it. Yeah. But you so worried about this next person that you're not even focused on the three people that actually took the time to support you. Yeah. So another way I look at it too is like, man, I'm inspiration to somebody. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So a person that's like 
not supporting because they're they're like trying to be in a, the silent competition with me. It's like um, I'm inspiring them too. I look, <laughs> I, look at it, I look at it like that. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? That would inspire you to be better. Yeah. You feel like, you feel like you want to be better than me? Hey, I'm inspiring right. you to be a better version of yourself. The like, A. You know, you know. <laughs> so I, I I read a quote that I was salty y'all. Where that quote at? So I wrote this. I was like, this is when I first started blogging. And I really, like, I was asking um, this guy I was talking to to read my stuff and friends to read my stuff so I can know and get critiqued so I could get better. And I really didn't have a lot of people that were willing to do it. I'm like, it doesn't even take you 20 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they were just, you know, they weren't into it because of various reasons. I don't know. So I felt some type of way and I let that get in the way of me actually doing what I was there to do, which was right. So I wrote, I'll still be your biggest cheerleader while you're pursuing your dreams, even when you're silent while I'm pursuing mine. I believe in myself enough for the both of us. (laughs) Like petty, right? (laughs) But I think, I think I missed the point because like you said, once you honestly look back into your stuff and you're proud of it, it's just, that's all that matters. Like, and people slowly start, have started to honestly, like, gotten into my stuff. Yeah. But I feel like the, the part of the conversation I'm trying to get to is, it seems like it's harder for you to gain the support of the people that are closest to you, as opposed to to like the masses and other people who are strangers like do you feel like that in your music yeah i I really do feel like that because uh i went through this like era or you know i post something on social media and it's just like i have friends like close friends i feel like you know what i'm saying you're on social media every day if you see me post something share it like it (laughs) at the same time i shouldn't have to tell you hey share this right i'm saying i feel like I felt like, I won't say feel, because, you know, I felt like, you know what I'm saying, like, hey, you're my best friend, you're my close friend, I feel like you should be sharing this without me saying it, or I feel like, you know what I'm saying? You should be supporting me in this way. Yeah, you should be supporting me, if you know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you do something, if I see it, you don't even got to Right. (laughs) Check my boy out, you know what I'm saying? I'm all over it, but I I feel what you're saying, though. It's like you... Pulling teeth. Yeah. (laughs) like it's like you really want the support. From the people that's close to you, and what I realize is because their opinions are what matters to us more than anybody. And when we don't get those opinions, when we don't even get the acknowledgement of you know what we're doing, it's just like because I still have some friends to this day who they 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 still ask what LBF is. I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) Like, (laughs) if you follow me on any social media, I don't care what platform I'm posting pretty much all day about lbf stuff so if you don't know what it is it's like you're choosing not to know you're choosing not to be a part of it but i had to kind of stop myself from going down that path of being um frustrated because i didn't want to be consumed by it and so it got to a point where i kind of started trying to study it and yeah, it's one of those things that I'm still exploring. I'm like, why is it so hard to get the support of the people who are closest to you versus strangers? I, it's just one of those things that I think so many creatives go through that it's really just something that we need to actually discuss, especially in the black community. Because for us, 
it's like our own people are the last ones to kind of get on the bandwagon but once you have people on the bandwagon then everybody wants to jump on board <laughs> yeah <laughs> that popularity contest now, I'm trying to think of this quote I said to um, if I can remember it uh, it's kind of like take your time <laughs> <laughs> what was it pertaining to it's, it's kind of pertaining to the same thing um I said, oh, I, yeah, I said, they're going to they gonna try to ride your wave once you get recognition. And right. They're, they're going to feel some type of way if you don't split your residuals. So it, it's like kind of pertaining to that, you know what I'm You want to reap the benefits. Yeah, you want to reap the benefits, <laughs> but what groundwork are you doing? Like like you say, like us as creatives, we we value the opinions of the people that's closest to us the most. So we want to hear and we want to feel that support. So it's, it's kind of like a motivation you know what I'm saying? yeah to keep you going because it's not an easy journey i don't care if you're in music writing if you're starting a small business whatever you're doing is not easy because you have to learn how to do this stuff exactly. if you don't already know and then you have to understand how to brand yourself put resources including money towards this stuff and it's a whole process out here in these streets <laughs> okay so when you don't have the support of those that you value the most it stings a little bit yeah. but it for me it, it makes that that skin thick enough to go out and do what you got to do regardless because i had to stop myself from thinking that i deserve the support because i give it so much yeah. that was a big thing for me i'm like yo when y'all post something or it's important to you you don't even have to ask like i'm there i'm supporting it i'm shouting it out i'm liking it i'm telling everybody about it you know <laughs> And I was expecting my friends to be like me, but I couldn't because they're them. <laughs> and I had to account for their personalities and everything else within that support. So I think, I think it's more so of because like you, you want the support because you know, like the time and the resources that you put into it. And all yeah. the hard work, you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody else don't see it. It's, it I, I had to learn it. I look at it as like they don't see the process they yeah, see the finished work yeah exactly so it's like you want the support because you want to have recognition for the process not really necessarily the finished work I yeah want, i want to have support and like like you know you did good with that or share this because it was a process not because it's a finished product right you know what i'm saying but I had to learn that they're on the outside looking in too because your closest friends are not with you all the time. Like when you're doing your podcast, yeah. you're, you're by yourself like yeah. the majority of the time. And it's like with me with my music. I'm doing my music. I'm by myself. So they don't see the process. But I felt like if they did see the process, maybe they would like support more. Do you think that's something that you can incorporate? It goes back to like the first reason like them not completely understanding. So probably we can put understanding the process, you know, yeah in there where it's like if you were to have like a studio session and, and make it like um kind of like a little kickback or whatever yeah. you think that would kind of help with that i think it would you know because it, it's like like how we were in here earlier just like the vibes you know what I'm yeah you got a vibe man we vibe before i get started up here i feel like if they know the vibes and understand it then it can help them understand the finished product and right like help and be willing to support more like dang i know you know what i'm saying i i, I know what he been through to get here so right because like, people i think people will not cheapen but people will not understand the level of stuff you have to do they'll see the finished product be like oh they just did this yeah. you know what i'm saying oh he just put out a song mm -hmm. 
was like, no. I had to <laughs> I had to edit. I had to, you know, master some stuff, mix some stuff. I had to find the right beat. Had to have my voice in cadence. I had to do this take this many times to get it right. You know, I had to do all these things. And then after I did all that, I had to do it again, you know, to make it perfect. So if kind of if we include people in our process instead of being so uh sensitive about our shit like Erica Badu say <laughs> <laughs> I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit like if we you know include people more maybe that'll kind of help and I think that goes across the board uh for the people that are listening maybe that's true for you like if you go out and you allow your mom your dad your sisters your friends to be a part of your process not all the time but maybe some of the time, you know, so they can get a better understanding of, of what it takes for you to provide what you're providing. They'll have a little bit more respect for it and, you know, be able to understand how to support it. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, we got like two more reasons. Look, we just got stuck on the first two. <laughs> oh, I had another quote. So this is one thing I said, because it kind of, like I said, it goes back to me being a supportive person i know you said you are a supportive supportive person when it comes to your friends that are going on their endeavors and i said it's just like lending money and offering your support you should not expect it back so yeah (laughs) some of y'all like nah i expect my money back (laughs) but it's like it's that golden rule like you give somebody some money it's like you're giving what you know you can provide so that you're not missing it and you giving it without the expectation of of you getting it back so you're not missing out on anything i feel like you when you are like supporting and you're doing it it should be from um like you're doing it because you're, you're a genuine person you yes know what I'm so like when i do stuff i really don't look for stuff in return because it's like i'm genuine in that way and i right. feel like a lot of people do do stuff because you know they have like they you are I owe you or you know mm-hmm. what I'm but I don't know I just feel like that uh, when when you support you, you just shouldn't expect you know what I'm saying everything back because people don't have the same morals as you or people are not gonna be like have the same mentality that you have so you have to just like take it and go like you said earlier it's like with a thick skin you know what I'm saying but yeah. don't let that deter or change who you are as a person just keep supporting because trust me somebody else is watching and somebody's gonna support you right alright reason number three <laughs> their support got lost in translation so basically they supported you but it wasn't the way that you thought you should be supported and so you didn't even recognize you know what I'm saying so one of the things uh, I think I used in this post um, when I was in a relationship I had a boyfriend he didn't like to read (laughs) so when I asked him to read my work it was just like yo this is painful for me (laughs) but one thing he did do is when I had these questions that I kind of like I I call it my research so I ask people questions to help me fill out whatever I'm writing about I used to pick his brain all the time and he was very thorough with his um, answers enough for me to kind of form some kind of topic based off of it or help me fill out the topic I already had. And that was his way of supporting. But because I was so focused on him supporting in the way I wanted him to support me, I kind of missed that for a while. Do you feel like that's true in some of your situations? Yeah, I feel like support is is almost like love. You know, it's a thing they have. Like it's like own language. Yeah, <laughs> language is love. Like support has its own language. Like 
you know so i feel like as creatives we we get in to like oh i want your support but i want your support the way i want it right we have that mentality when we when we approach it but i feel like we can't because people are going to support you differently and you have to respect that right i have i have some friends and people that support me financially with my endeavors right and that's the way they support i have some people who support me (laughs) with with, uh they give me um like they criticize you know what i'm saying that's their way of supporting but i i realize that everybody is not going to share it but they're supporting so i got to take the support for what it is right you know what i'm saying and i think even the word support is just for me it's just like it's loving on somebody so we kind of always talk about love languages and whatever but it goes back to you have to account for people's personalities when it comes to a lot of these connections we have with them and support is another sector of that because you might have your own way of thinking that this is supposed to be going (laughs) and it's based off of your personality and the way that you want it to go and not isn't you're not even including the other person (laughs) you just want them to be a stand-in for whatever you want them to do instead of seeing them as a full person and allowing them to show up for you in your life as themselves (laughs) so okay reason four they have their own shit (laughs) so that's even with us like i feel like i have to remind myself like oh did i share my friends you know this like did i shout her out or did i it's been a while since i posted something of hers or it's been a while since i checked on her and asked her how her business or something was going you know because i'm so focused on my own stuff with the lbf brand do you feel like you are finding balance in that area or you've struggled with it um. Yeah, I, I feel like I struggle with it, but at the same time, I I find balance. Like, I work with different artists all the time, mm-hmm. and some of them is more of like it's a team thing. And at the same time, we're in our own lanes. I just want to take the time to uh, shout out Sinister DB. Hey, <laughs> hey, what's up? So like, yeah, we we work a lot, but at, at sometimes I feel like. I do get caught up with Guala Meets World more than, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't, I don't support, I feel like I don't support as much. So I, I try to like balance it like, because if, I, if I'm listening to a, a Sinister DB song, you know what I'm saying? I want to, I try to take the time to post it on my social media so other right. people have the chance. Because it's like, like with the support, it's kind of like you want to, if, if you have like 500 followers and mm-hmm. I have 200 followers, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, the goal is that we both have 5,200 followers. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you got to look at that aspect of it. And, and try to support your friends, too. Just be, just do it out of genuality. Don't look for nothing in return. But just eventually somebody will like support you. So you just got to. Because I've had, I've had friends like I was dishing out my support. Yeah. And it was on a rotation, steady basis. Mm-hmm. And so they saw their benefits from it you know what i'm saying and then now they support me a lot you know more than they did and i love it you know what (laughs) i'm saying i did it without the expectation of getting that support back in return but it happened organically without it being forced or expected and it will work like that sometimes that's why you give it out without expecting anything back i feel like uh, a lot of people focus on what they're gonna get back from it you know what i'm saying like 
if I if I share what you gonna do, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I feel like if you just if you just stay grounded with yourself and, and knowing like your morals, it'll work out in the end. You're gonna get the support. It don't it don't have to be from the people that's closest to you, you know what I'm saying? But you you're gonna get the support. Just just stay, you know, grounded with yourself and just keep keep the ambition and keep focus. All right. So you discussed a little bit of connecting with other creators or other music um, artists and influencers. Like, can you discuss the importance of a little bit more, like, of connecting with other people in in the same genre? I don't even think it has to be the same genre because here you and I are. Mm -hmm. You're in a completely different creative space than I am in. But... You know, he, we, we're helping each other. We're having a great conversation. We're learning from each other. And we're providing that for other people. Like, I think it's real important that you, you know, connect and network with other artists or other creators, you know. Because not just, it's like you said, you can learn. You can learn from them. You know what I'm saying? You might right. be teaching them something that they don't know. So right. I feel like that is an important part because what we fail to realize, what I had to learn is like our content and our talent really is the small percentage of what it really is about. You know what I'm saying? So you got to yeah. take the chance to network and, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they can put you into some connections that they know that, that help them get a, a, le- a level up in it. You know what I'm saying? So right. you always got to con- um network and always try to connect with other people and that's what like so one of the things we were talking about earlier i think i said it takes about 10 percent talent 10 yeah. percent <laughs> skill and then the rest is branding yourself and networking and you came back you was like take like five percent of each and then the rest is networking and branding seriously it's like five percent of your talent you know what i'm saying i feel like it's five percent of your content mm-hmm. and, and the majority of it is going to come from like marketing and networking Right. You know what I'm saying? But a small a small percentage of it is like reading and understanding the knowledge because what took a turn for me in, in my journey with Guadalupe's World, I actually started reading more. You know what I'm saying? Searching out information. Don't go by everything you hear. You know what I'm saying? Take yeah. the time to read because what you're hearing from somebody else is is their interpretation of what they read or what they heard from somebody else. So just take the time to read and get your own understanding. And make it to your own thing. Right. Yeah. So I think another another part we were discussing earlier was how during our research, right? So when we first start on these journeys and even a constant throughout, um, kind of connecting with those other people, but researching other artists and researching other bloggers. And I told you that I I had to be careful on my end because when I first started blogging, um, even with podcasts, because I, I used to wake up and I had to turn on a podcast to even get out of bed. <laughs> but I had to be careful because I saw that I was getting influenced um, in my like my voice, my writer's voice, doing a lot of the things that a lot of the other bloggers were doing. And I wasn't being true to myself. I had another friend, though, who and I had the same discussion with. He said that he immerses himself and uh, other you know djs and uh music musicians jesus i can't say that word <laughs> y'all know what i'm trying to say but he um immerses himself in that creative space because he gets so much from learning um you know in that vibe and i think for each person it's just about that balance because i know my personality i have to i had to scale it back a little bit but for you how is it like I feel like it, it's okay to be influenced. Like, you 
know what I'm saying? Especially with music. You're going to have, like, greats that did it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be inspired by it. But yeah. I think the, the main thing with anything, you know what I'm saying, it's okay to be inspired but it's different when you mimic, you know what I'm saying? So you want to oh, that's be important. inspired yeah. and, and just make it your own. You don't want to mimic, you know what I'm saying, verbatim from what somebody else did. Right. Because then you, you're not being true to yourself, but you can be inspired by a sound or, or you know what I'm saying? But just make it your own and be true to yourself with it. Because you, that's the key to it. Because what are, what are you providing if you're not doing it the way that you think it should be done? Exactly. You know, you're providing the same thing that's already out there. And that's just like, that's really when it becomes oversaturated. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the true definition of it. But if you do it the way that you feel it should be done, you do it your own way. You put your own spin on it. I don't think you can really go wrong with that. No, I don't think so. You know, even if it might be trash to other people, <laughs> at least you can say you did it your way. I mean, you just got to realize, like, everybody going to have it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and for us, we got to realize, like, even the most prominent bloggers or prominent artists have people that don't like them. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just got to you know it's okay for people not to like you. But just <laughs> right. Just keep doing it for you and just, just keep being solid in yourself. That, that, that nature we have to be liked in everything. Yeah. I think... Because it took me so long to actually get to a point where I was even writing. And this right here for me talking to people. (laughs) I'm not a talker in real life. Not like this, you know, to strangers. So for me, this is a big deal because I was so guarded with a lot of my material because I was so sensitive about it. But it's like you said, like we've been saying throughout this whole podcast, thick skin. You get that thick skin and you just stand on your own and you just believe in yourself and you good. <laughs> yeah. All right. We almost about to close out, but I feel like we didn't touch like. So one thing I'm trying to do right now and I'm figuring it out is like the marketing part of it, like branding yourself and actually get into a place where it's yours and somebody can see something and they know, you know, it's you and it's your brand. Like. What's your journey with marketing yourself? Um, my journey, the first thing I had to to realize is uh the difference between marketing and promoting. Because I feel uh, like we we uh always interline that together. We do. You know what I'm saying? But they're different. Like marketing and promoting is very different. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I had to learn the difference between marketing and promoting. And what what is what is your definition of the difference for those two? Um Okay, so promotion is a form of marketing, but promotion is not necessarily marketing. So, say for instance, um, you put up, if I put my music up on social media, hey, check out my song, check out my song, Mm -hmm. that's really promotion, that's not really marketing. Right. So I had to learn to, because I mean, sad but true, people like to feel like they get, you know what I'm saying, getting something back. So I, I learned how to like build incentives around like if you listen to my music if you do this you know what i'm saying you get yeah. incentive stuff like that that's like more so the marketing side of it right instead of you know what i'm saying it's like marketing is basically the way you promote you know what i'm saying instead of like it's having something to pr- to promote you yeah, know exactly so i feel like any artist or any creative that's doing it you you have to be um tap into your creativity 
to right. market. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. <laughs> you can't do what everybody else is doing. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? People gonna feel like it's spam, or they gonna be like, "Oh, I see this all the time on my timeline." Right. So try to be different. Like give out little incentives, do different stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, make people feel like they're wanted. I I tell people now I said when you see the color yellow you already know what it is and it's not something that was intentional at all but I think I had this subconscious thing where I'm like you need to have something that connects you you know saying that when they see it they know it's you and it kind of because at first I had like five different colors (laughs) and it was like it's not working you know what I'm saying? The marketing piece of it is just like this. It's, it's not defining one thing about you. You need to have something that's, def, you know, definitive about your brand. And you got to keep it like you got to be consistent. Consistent. With it. you know what yeah. I'm it's like Domino's sign didn't change. You know, like when you see Domino's, <laughs> you know what Domino's Coca-Cola. Is. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. you got to once you find it, you have to, you know what I'm saying? Be consistent with it. Even with like, you know what I'm saying? My stage name now. Guala Meets World, it was I had like different stage names before I finally like decide how did you decide on uh, this lot Guala Meets World? Um, so like when I first started uh with my musical journey, I called myself Young Knox. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. was it, it that was inspired by it's a hard knock life, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like I'm young Knox. But as I grew I changed and went to like I was calling myself Mook Guala, you know what I'm saying? Because right. Mook is my nickname, and it was just like Mook Guala. You know what I'm saying? What does Guala mean for you? Uh Guala is like the necessary evil we need to like keep going. If in a sense, the like, necessary evil. I yeah. like that because like you know what I'm saying. We we hear like well, Guala really means money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like money, you hear like the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. Like everybody feel like money is a necessity to keep going. And that's why we do stuff. So it's like Guala is the, ne- uh, the necessary evil that we need to keep going. I feel like everybody needs. hey what's up builders we're coming back into it we took a break and we had a good conversation about creating space like and so that's what this whole thing is about we were talking about investing in ourselves investing in our ventures and our crafts and how a lot of times we let you know what we think we're supposed to be putting our money and our energy and time into get in the way of us actually just doing the work ourselves (laughs) so for me i know that's important like you want to speak to that because he was y'all he was talking my ear off (laughs) for the break with some really awesome stuff he was saying about you know his own journey and a lot of stuff that's going into his own uh brand and music and how he's doing his self-promotion so um yeah i just feel like um if you if you were like an amateur or, or you're doing this you really have to like capitalize on how you're funding and where you put your funding because you're the only person that's really like backing it right. financially and all the resources that you're putting into it, you're the one that's doing it. So you, you do have to have a plan on how to do it. So with that being said, you have to learn other marketing schemes or, or stuff that's being done around 
whatever you're into, you know what I'm saying? You have to learn, take the time out to read and learn how to do it yourself because that's going to save money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, I, if I need a music video, you know what I'm saying? I'm learning like to shoot music videos. So when I, I don't have to pay someone, you know what I'm saying? That money can go towards something else. You know what I'm saying? All right. You feel me? So I feel like everyone that if you're, if you're doing something, take the time to step out into a different lane that's running parallel with, with um whatever you're doing you know whether it be music whether it be podcasting or whatever take the time out to to learn a lane that's parallel that's that's helping promote because music videos help promote music so why not learn how to shoot a music video you know what i'm saying right and create that space for yourself like i feel like a lot of times people wait for a space to be created so they can step in and it's like that's not how it's gonna work all the time and if (laughs) If you expecting for it to be that clean cut and simple, and you're and you're calling yourself a creative or entrepreneur, you're gonna be disappointed a lot of times because <laughs> and you are you probably going to be broke because one thing I do know, one thing that goes around a lot is oh you know if you're really serious about this you need to go ahead and quit your job and, and pursue it full time <laughs> and that might work for some people but I'm the person that tells you like no. <laughs> Keep your damn job because the yes. job you got <laughs> is going to be able to, you're going to use that money to invest in whatever it is that you're doing. Now, that path might work for somebody else to go full steam ahead. <laughs> for me, I can't do that. Like, I'm going to tell any other artist or anybody else doing this. Do not quit your job. Bruh. Listen, whatever you're doing right now, you need to understand that it's a hobby right now. And it's, a process. Yes. Until you're getting like paid for it, until it becomes your your income, you know what I'm saying? Then you can quit your job. But don't give up your income, you know what I'm saying, until you're getting paid for it because it's just a hobby. You know what I'm saying? But don't look at it as just a hobby. Look at it. Like you said, it's a process and you got to look at it as an investment. You know what I'm saying? You yes. got to invest the time into it and the resources into it if you wanted to prosper it's kind of like uh, we talked about this earlier you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like if, if you wanted that degree in college you had to invest the time and studying and you had to invest the resources right. and, and like financial resources and paying you know what i'm saying to get that degree so it's kind of like the same process here like you gotta invest the time and the resources into it but you can't quit your job though <laughs> <laughs> like i said it does work for some people but i feel like that message gets put out far too much and it discourages people from understanding that yo you got to put in the work like mm-hmm. at this at the smallest level you got to build the foundation and like you said all this stuff, I don't I don't get paid for none of this. I don't get paid for my writing. I don't get paid for this podcast yet. I got like 15 cents so far <laughs> off of my apps that I use them or use the podcast on. But the goal for 2020 for me is to, um, you know, put my work out there and possibly become a regular writer on like a black uh, website. That's a goal. But my writing and everything right now is a hobby. You know what I'm saying? And it's one that I have to back myself and invest myself, you know, invest my money and my time into. And with that comes learning a lot of these other pathways that makes this a good experience for my audience. So that means I had to learn how to hook up this damn microphone. (laughs) I had to learn how to get those pictures looking at least halfway decent. You know, I had to learn how to make this a worthwhile thing 
and that meant going outside of just writing or just talking so yeah kind of like what i was saying earlier you had to kind of step out of your Mm -hmm. your writing lane to work you know what i'm saying learn the things that are parallel with building a podcast and building a a lbf brand so right you know what i'm saying everyone that's out here that's trying to do it or do anything don't be afraid to step outside your lane to learn Yo, I feel like this episode, so many people I follow online that are entrepreneurs, like I feel like every last one of them needs to listen (laughs) because this is the stuff that it makes you, it lets you know you're not alone in your journey. And that to me is so empowering, y'all, I can't talk today, (laughs) but it's so uplifting to know that it's somebody else that has gone through that or is going through it and kind of see their perspective from whatever genre they're in whatever craft they're doing because it could help you in your own journey because yeah. i definitely got some stuff for you and i'll be writing out <laughs> i'm gonna be writing down the quotes don't worry i'm gonna share them with y'all so we'll be closing out but i'll let you um you got any advice i i mean i feel like this whole thing was advice <laughs> but any last minute advice for those out there who are creatives who are on their journey and who feel a little frustrated at this point in time going into the new year you want to give them a pep talk yeah um, okay the first thing i'm gonna say is gonna be weird they're gonna be looking at me like <laughs> so if you are writing or if you are making music whatever you're doing the first thing i'm gonna tell you to do for going in, into the new year is to stop making the music and stop writing mm. just take a step back you know what I'm saying? Give it a breather because if it's that's what you're passionate about and that's what um how you um let's see. <laughs> if that's what you're passionate about and that's what you're doing for to express your creativity, then it's gonna be easy for you. So I feel like that's the easy part for you to write. Right. It's the easy part for me to make a song and make music. But we have to take a step back from that and just focus on more so on the things we were talking about earlier, like the marketing. Um, how to brand if you don't if you don't have yourself branded how to make a brand you know what I'm saying how to build and get supporters focus on those four things and build a foundation because the music and the writing is going to come easy but you want to be able to build a supporting cast build your brand build your name and also just keep going you know what I'm saying don't ever stop if you feel like you're not getting the support you need don't let that you know what I'm saying? Deteriorate you or, or slow you down. Just keep going. Always keep your head up. Um, take the criticism when it comes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Actually listen to what people say to at the same time. And I think, like, most importantly, read. If you don't read, read. Because information is a vast. Okay. <laughs> and if you read, you will get a lot of information about stuff. You know what I'm saying? Don't just go by what you hear. Take the time to read. And always approach everything with the the spirit of learning. Like, be, you know what I'm saying? Look at it as a learning experience because talking with you today, I learned a lot of stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, little me. <laughs> just make sure that you, you're trying to learn, you know what I'm saying? And build a brand, keep going, be ambitious, and don't quit your job. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I, I can't follow that. <laughs> I, I mean, you really, you covered everything, like, beautifully. You did. And so, y'all, this has been episode six, Creating Space with Guala Meets World. Yeah. I will try my best to include a clip of his music in this podcast. So, 
If not, he is still going to plug his information right now, and I will be sharing him on all my social media platforms. <laughs> you may have seen him. I posted him a couple of times. Uh, one with your giveaway for the holiday season you were doing, and another was a clip that I really liked of uh, one of the songs that you did. So go ahead and plug your stuff for us. All right. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Guala Meets World. That's G U A L A. M-E-E-T-S-W-O-R-L-D And um, I'm screaming on Oh yeah Mm -hmm. Most major platforms right now So Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify You know what I'm saying You can just type me in It's all one word, no spaces In between my name You should be able to find me Um, December 22nd I just dropped my second project It's called uh, Boy Meets World Again So that's screaming out on every platform so just take the time to check me out, you know. It's worth it, y'all. It really is. Listen, I would not be sitting up here with somebody who was not good, okay? <laughs> he is actually really good, especially uh, refreshing from a lot of the artists we have who don't take the time to refine the craft of music. It was it was good to actually listen to his so please if you have a chance it is so easy to download music now yeah. especially if you got an iphone because i got all his uh, songs right now on my <laughs> apple my um I, iphone so yeah so before we leave what's your 2020 goal um 2020 i want to be more supportive of other creators i want to mm. network more you know what i'm saying and i want to keep building and just keep building y'all hear that <laughs> <laughs> and, that's what uh, we all doing yeah. and uh i don't know i'm just gonna keep keep at it you know yeah i think that mine are very similar i have like specific things but ultimately i think um supporting myself a lot more Ooh, that's a good one. yeah because i feel like a lot of times i get these ideas of what i should be doing and how i should be doing it that i don't I'm not there for myself the way that I'm even expecting other people to be there for me. So in 2020, I want to do a better job of kind of not only supporting my friends, but doing that for myself. Because I feel like we invest and spend time with ourselves a lot. We think that's the support part of it. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not. Um, Yeah. I got another one, too. Go ahead. I I really want to be like more organized i know that's kind of funny <laughs> it's like, not people like on the outside looking in but it's like oh my gosh you don't I mean, feel like you're organized i mean i feel like i'm organized in a way but it's like it could be way better like yeah i know you know what i'm saying 2020 i'm gonna buy, buy a planner like a big planner so i can actually keep up with like important dates and actually like set stuff out in advance because I, I feel like a lot of times it's rushed or like last minute so i want to be able when i say organized i want to be able to like have a plan abroad and and be able to stick to it because yeah and it helps with the stress and anxiety and everything else yes planning i think is you see me because y'all i I keep my index cards on deck when he came (laughs) in i let him read them so that he could understand the format and everything but i try to i try to have structure or outline but nothing too you know solid (laughs) where we can't you know have a real discussion but i need something i need something so i understand wanting to organize because i'm very much a creature of (laughs) of structure i respond well to it all right y'all so lbf you know you can follow me on instagram 
you can do k antoinette underscore the blogger you can follow the lbf actual instagram page at let's underscore build underscore futures and i'm trying to get my twitter running in the 2020 (laughs) (laughs) i have one but i can't remember my password and i don't have that email account anymore so just rebrand it right (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I can't wait for you to come back on this show because you definitely will be a recurring guest. <laughs> I love this conversation and I appreciate you coming up here and spending time talking to me about something like this. Yeah, you know, anytime, just hit me up, you know. We can make it happen. <laughs> All right, y'all, we out. Reminisce about the past, but I'm glad I survived.